I'm Luca Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. Yeah. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the back. Oh, welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member of MavsMoneyball.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, contributor Mavs.com, blocking shots, hitting threes, getting a win. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? It's past midnight, but it's a remarkable Mavs win. This was literally one of the most fun games that, uh, I think it's one of the most fun games of the whole season. And I, I know it's just wow. like a random game, but... I thought the whole night was super fun. I just really – there's some games that you go to and you're like, ah, oh, this is just a drag. Or, like, the game sucked. Or just, and they lost. Yeah, and like all, in a bad of, mood. all of 2016-17. Um, pretty much the past two years. Um, like the Knicks game earlier in the season. That oh. was just miserable. You're just like, I wish I could just teleport back home. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but tonight was just super fun. And it was a, a heck of a win. The young guys did like did awesome, and you're like, oh, this is the, you start off and say, like, this is the Dennis game. He's he's killing it, I mean, despite everything. And then oh no, it's the Luca game. Luca had 32, and then like Maxi is Maxi the player of the game? Like what at the end? And it's just uh, it's cool seeing the young guys, and it was just a fun you know fun night all around. People were talking about the All Star stuff, and it it was just a really fun night and a great win. Speaking of the all-star stuff, we will get into that. We will also talk about the Mavericks 106 to 101. I don't know why we say O. It's not a, it's not a number. I try to say 106 to 101, but sometimes I just go 106 and O is not a number. Hmm. 106. Yeah, but you should just say 106. Uh Anyway, I don't care. We'll get into the we'll get into the Mavs win. We'll also talk about the Ringers fake trade of Blake Griffin for Dennis and Harrison Barnes. We'll discuss that as well. Uh, But let's get into the All Star stuff first. So, via crack reporter Isaac Harris, Dirk Nowitzki will participate in the three point contest. You broke that news. Tell tell everyone how you broke that news because you actually did. (laughs) Um. Dennis what? did first. <laughs> so, yeah, Dennis De- Dennis technically did because Dennis was joking and said, um, yeah, well, I'm going. And he said, you know, Dirk's going too. And I don't think any of us knew really kind of what to do with that because did, was he just saying that he had thought he was going or whatever? And uh, <clears throat> so Dirk originally, will go I, to participate in the three-point contest. Yes. So the, originally I just went over to Dirk just like kind of joking around and said, hey, Dennis, because I was joking with Dennis that they're going to sweep on Saturday night the all-star you know weekend and he was like yeah and you know he was all about it and that's when i went over to dirk and joked to him about it about going he's like yeah you know that'll be hard and all this stuff then more reporters came around and then that i didn't even like record i didn't even have my phone out and then uh, more reporters actually asked him on the record so that for therefore i you know could tweet it out and uh, because at, as a media guy you know not to get in all that but there's all the stuff that's on the record off the record and you don't want to, you know, say this or that. What? Stop. <laughs> Nick's showing me uh, somebody using Twitter that is funny to watch use Twitter. And <laughs> Dwayne Price just posted a video of Rick Carlisle post game, and the video is like sideways. 
<laughs> I love Dwayne. I love Dwayne. Hashtag interviews on fleek. Just go back and look at <laughs> Dwayne Sweet from earlier. Oh man, I, lo- I love Dwayne Price love on Twitter. Love it, man. It's so funny. We and we're and we're we're actively we're actively pushing for an Eddie and Dwayne uh, podcast yes. for Maps.com. Now that now that Eddie Sefko and Dwayne Price are both now working for Maps.com, and conveniently they have a podcast network. And they're missing one of the days because I think they have four podcasts right now. They're missing a fifth day. Just put them on Saturday. Just put them on any day. <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm ready. And we're ready. The crowd, the fans want a Dwayne we're and Eddie ready. show. We're ready for the Dwayne, the Dwayne Eddie. So show. many great stories and stuff. So let's push for that. They honestly would have a bunch of great stories though because they traveled the team for a long time. Yes, if it was just a story podcast, I, that that's what yeah. it would turn into, right? <laughs> not gonna be, they're not going to be breaking be like down two and a half, two and a half hours. Well, you got to do it every time, week. You got to limit them. Remember that time we went to Milwaukee, and uh, what was it? Two thousand four. Snowed a lot. Covered covered my alligator <laughs> skin boots. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We're gonna yeah. Luca will also participate in the skills challenge slash win the skills challenge. I I feel like he's gonna win it. I don't care who else is in it. I don't even know. I'm just he's gonna win. Sure, go do your thing. Luca. He's gonna okay. He'll end it because you know how you have to end it with a three. He'll hit a step back. Mm. I can honestly see him doing that. <laughs> um, the jump today posted a graphic, and it was so hilarious. I had to screenshot it and tweet it out. Most step back threes this season. Oh no! Most step back threes made. Okay, you ready for this? Yes. Number five. So fifth most. Mike Conley with 17. What? Yeah, totally. I did not expect that. He's the only name on this list I did not expect. LeBron James with 18. Steph Curry with 21. Luka Doncic, number two on the list, with 29. He's eight more step-back threes than Steph Curry and okay. uh, 11 more than LeBron. Number yeah. one. Oh, care to, get, care to guess who it is and, and give a ballpark number. James Harden and 40. 132. <laughs> oh, my dear Lord. <laughs> He's hit 103 more step-back threes than Luca has. That's unbelievable. Well, but one of them was a double step-back, so that one doesn't count. So we don't have enough time on this podcast to discuss James Harden right now. No, we don't. We barely ever talk about James Harden. Yeah. Just because all the other national people are all talking about it. Anyway, I thought that graphic was hilarious, and we mentioned step back, so it was topical. Also, Dennis will participate in and is committed to play in the slam dunk contest. However, <laughs> he did not seem very excited about it. Uh, yeah, it's um. So he was very adamant on media day. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that he was done with it. Absolutely done. He it no, he he said it was all it was gimmicky. And he, he was, got robbed, he, which he got, is yes, true. He did get robbed and all that stuff. And he was just about the dunk. He was all business, pretty much. He went into the dunk contest last year thinking, hey, I'm just going to out-dunk them. And he didn't. He kind of undervalued um, the gimmicky showboaty part of it. And if it was just pure dunking, he should win. And he, he should have won. But it's, there's this all entertainment aspect of it. It's stupid. Well, when you have freaking Mark Wahlberg getting, I'm not getting into it. Okay. DJ Khaled. So I joked with him. I said, uh, yeah, well, what if DJ Khaled's a judge again? And he said, uh, we're going to have to have a little talk beforehand if that's the case. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, but anyway, we're yeah. So, so, it, so he went through his regular media session 
and no one talked to him about it. So the afterwards, that's when I literally I just walked over to him. Like, um, so you would say that you sidled over to him and and uh, side. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, we're like, so what are you are you doing it or uh, what's going on or what was the change of heart? And that's when he said his grandma. And he was like, my grandma told me that, or my grandma wanted me to do it. So, yeah. So, something that he, yeah, his grandma convinced him to do it. You know, it's in his hometown. Um, I, I'd asked, I asked him that, I thought he had a basketball camp going on that weekend, or at least the day before, um, in his hometown. And he responded, said he's starting his own AAU team. And I, I thought that was really cool. And I told him, I was like, man, that's awesome. That's sweet. I, I love I love when players create their own AAU teams or traveling teams. Yeah, he's got the DSJ Elite, and it's a tryout, the tryout for it um, February 16th and 23rd. Okay, so that's that Friday night. So he'll be in yeah. Charlotte Saturday night, the very next night. So mm-hmm. uh, I would assume he would be at that thing. But um, – See, yeah, he's posting it all over his Instagram. It's like all over. The place, it's his hometown, cool. so uh, it'll be cool. He will have a ton of people there. Uh, I joked, or I, you know, I joked with him of if he's got some things planned, some secrets, and, and yeah, he's like, you know, I do, you know, I got some things up my sleeve and some new stuff, and he just needs so, to get uh, Jay Cole out there and throw him a pass. Just yeah, he does. Yeah. So instant, anyway, instant fifty. Instant. <clears throat> I think the I think the real question is, will <laughs> Wait, he be wearing a? Unless Doctor J is. He's judging and doesn't know who J. Cole is. Anyway, continue. Oh. He's like, who's that? Dr. J is 60 years old, man. Oh, Dr. J is I'm the not best. even holding that against him. I'm just saying that he probably wouldn't know who he is. I love Dr. J. I do, too. Um, what is the percentage that Dennis Smith Jr. is wearing a Mavericks jersey in the dunk contest? Oof. Do the people really want we don't us have to talk to, about this? We don't, no, we don't. But um, do, we that, think that, do we think that Grandma is... Um, is another way to say his agent really wants him to do this. <laughs> uh, moving on, the, the Dennis, put your tinfoil uh, hats on, boys and girls. Like we've said on the past few uh, past few pods, the all the trade deadline is the week before. Uh, well, the trade deadline's on a Thursday, the seventh, and then All Star Weekend's the next weekend on that. Yeah, so Saturday, not like Sunday. not like the trade <laughs> deadline's on Thursday, and it's All Star Saturday night is on Saturday. It's like a whole another week after that. Yes, so there is a scenario in which you know any of these guys, and we talk about we mentioned Dennis because of the <laughs> except <past> Kemba, <laughs> except Kemba. Uh, there is a scenario in which you know some of these guys, if they get named to something like that, then the next weekend, and um, yeah. That would uh, I joked with Nick in a text about things he could do in the dunk contest uh, if he did get traded <laughs> to another team, how he could implement uh, that stuff in a dunk contest type. So uh, we'll see, we'll see. Hopefully, so. I mean, <clears throat> the big we were all joking about them sweeping Saturday night. It, what are what is the likelihood of Dennis, Luca, and Dirk all winning each event? Oh, and, zero, uh, absolutely zero. Oh, stop it. No, okay. Of the three, the weakest link, obviously Dirk. I just can't, I can't imagine him getting through all the racks. I was gonna say, I only say that because of, um, because of just the speed to finish the racks, not because of him actually the accuracy in shooting. Right, he's not gonna get the racks. But he could. I, I, I mean, I'm gonna still pick him to win it. And yet, you wouldn't pick Luca to be an All Star this year. What kind of homer uh, are you? All right, listen. Um, I don't think the coaches will vote him in. 
That's fine. But you could still pick him on your ballot that you fill out. Oh, well, I hope he is an all-star. You know, I voted the heck out of that stupid Google vote thing. We got to have a new process. I got so sick and tired of doing that crap through Google. I know. We should just go back to tweets. Go back to tweets or something. But I hope he does get in. I just don't think – I think the coaches will pick a few veteran guys over. We didn't talk about this, but DeAndre's comments about 2015 and how he had this whole mastermind Stop. plan. Yeah, I don't really want to talk about it. Don't get me pissed off. I'm glad you I'm, don't want to talk about it either. All right, let's take a quick uh, that's break. Just, that's just a freaking – I, I do want to say this. As we walked in the locker room tonight, DeAndre Jordan joked in front of media and everybody and said, hey, ever since Dennis has been back from being sick, we've been 2-0. and Shut up. I just want to say that. Up. He did not say that. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, let's talk about this game, um, break it down a little bit, and then talk about um, Luca and Dennis again. All right, Isaac, so the Mavericks win 106-101 to against the Pistons. They had the exact same record going into this game, which I thought was kind of interesting. It seems like the Pistons were on the way down, but these are two teams that are in, you know, kind of, I guess the Pistons are more in the same situation that the Grizzlies are in, you know? <laughs> they had these two guys that are still kind of good, and they're not really sure what to do with them. And, um, But, yeah, the uh, – this looked like, like you said at the beginning of the game, like it was going to be the Dennis game. And he had, a, he had a good game. 19 points, two boards, five assists. Um, he had just three turnovers. Um, a decent game. It's kind of a symbolism of how it is in Dallas right now, the bigger picture. Because it started off the game, you're like, this is going to be the Dennis game. He had 11 points in the first quarter. He was killing it. He was balling out. He was balling out when he was running the show, when Luka was off the court. And for the like, I felt like for the times that he was in the game, I'm like, man, he had, he's you know doing awesome. Like he's doing great, and it felt like the 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 mood, or at least for a lot of the game, I felt like, oh, this is like the storyline will be about Dennis because he's having a good game, he's playing well, and all this stuff. And then Luca just has this casual 32, 32, eight and eight, and I'm like, he had. He, it's Luke, you know, it's Lucas came and you're like, okay, you see Dennis, and then you're reminded that Luca is the star. You know, he is the is the is the bigger player, and, and despite you know Dennis having a really good game, and I'm not diminishing either one of them, but it just it was just weird how that felt. And then Maxi, you know, capstone did at the end, but um, yeah, I mean, Dennis definitely. I thought that was the better game he's played over the past couple weeks yeah tone setter definitely a tone setting game for him uh was not good in the fourth quarter though i thought he had some bad decisions yeah in the in the i think two of his the, three turnovers came in the fourth quarter and then he had an air ball three luca had some air ball three two threes too so they're not going to hold those too much against those guys but um but yeah just not not so great in the fourth quarter and that's when, when you know when luca shines so it's kind of uh that's tough when you're trying to you know prove your worth and you're trying to go out there and, and, and help your team and this guy Luke it just comes so naturally to him yeah because if you know they they battled it out there in the third and going into the fourth and Detroit had tied it and took the lead so and like all right please we need to win this game because you, know, you don't want to waste but you like you don't want to waste a 30 point Luka game at a good Dennis game yeah and you know Maxi had some big a good bench game because yes, a good bench game. Because if they lost, then all of the storyline is about Wes and Harrison, 
and uh, Harrison did not play well tonight. Um, he was two for ten for the yeah. Field. I jinxed him. Uh, he shot fifty percent from three, but uh, only had nine points. And yes, Nick's video on uh, on him definitely jinxed him by putting a blindfold <laughs> over him. He played with it. All right, we we have to talk about this. I know you don't want to, but we are we have to talk about. Oh no, Luca and Dennis playing together because everybody seems like they're bringing it up. Uh, it seems like every single game is an overreaction of, oh, they can't play together. Oh, they can play together. We have thought this whole time that they can play together, and the Mavericks think that they can play together. The reason why this entire situation is a Dennis Smith Jr. trade watch, why we're still on the trade watch, why I'm still putting it in the description of these podcasts, is because Dennis's camp doesn't like the fit, and he doesn't want to stay. He wants a better fit, a better basketball fit for him. And it was Dennis's decision to do that in the first place. That's why we're still doing it. So I, I tweeted out today, it's all up to Dennis. This whole this whole thing is up to Dennis. If Dennis decides, you know what, I'm you know, these last couple of games have been good for me and the crowd's been awesome and you know the love that I've seen and you know all this stuff has, has been good and I'm I'm just I'm decided I'm, I'm gonna stay. The Mavericks won't trade him. They're not gonna trade him if he if he, you know, wants to stay. That was not their intention to begin this whole saga. It is in the best interest of the Dallas Mavericks for the situation to work. Yes. And to and to and for them to fit. Like prior to everything. That was the goal. And that like because the Mavericks don't have a t- all the we've talked about it before. They're not a Boston. They're not in these situations where they have all of these young pieces and assets for, to to build on in the future. They've tried to speed up the uh, the rebuild or the climb back up the mountain. They need Dennis to be good and to fit. And the moment that this all happened and it's unfortunate stuff, it, it, Dennis's camp wants him to run his own show. And that you can't control that. Like even even if Carlisle says, we'll stagger your minutes, you're going to get 15 minutes or 20 minutes a game in which you're going to be running the point and Luca will be off the court or, and, or sitting down or how many ever minutes and you'll run this unit or this unit. It's all about okay. Well, are they satisfied with that? Do they are they okay with that amount of minutes, or or do they still want to be the starting point guard on another team? So yeah, it's like you said, it's it hasn't been about you know their fit and what the Mavericks think about that. They need him to be good because that is because even if they do trade him before the deadline, it's pretty safe to say that they're not going to get the value that you want in a building block piece next to Luca, whatever it is. So which is why it, Dennis is back playing now because the Mavericks didn't get what they wanted in a trade and they put him out there. If there was if there was a good enough trade, he'd be gone. Exactly. And there you have to weigh the options. It's basically a couple options of do you want to swap him for another project that's going to take time or do you want to pair him with another veteran on the roster to try to get some type of impact player now? And that's the, that's just what they have to decide over the next two weeks. But, yes, it has always been in the best interest of the Mavs. They've wanted him around the team. They've wanted him to like the fit and all that stuff because they need it to happen. They didn't lose a whole season <laughs> – to get Dennis Smith Jr. only to say, oh, oh this okay, sure, see ya. We'll like, trade him for like Stanley yes. Johnson and Luke Kennard. <laughs> exactly. So that's the you know we're freaking Evan. Hey. Don't Google me, Fournier. <laughs> so okay, so all that aside, you know that is that is still the feelings about this. It I think there is still an outside chance he finishes the season with Dallas, but they figure out a trade in the summer. I, I don't think that this ends 
in Dennis playing like starting next season with the with the Mavericks. Yeah, and we'll just see how these next two weeks play out. Yep. I still yeah, yeah. And you would Yeah. That's all you can. I mean, that's all you can say. I was gonna say I'm not gonna say anymore. (laughs) It's just (laughs) it's stuff we've been saying, but we have a bunch of new listeners. I know, so that's that's kind of been our our whole thing about this Dennis and Luca thing. Is you can go back to some of our first podcasts and when the uh, that of the Dennis trade watch, and there was a crazy amount of people that listened to those podcasts. And thank you so much for listening to those. But if you're new, you can go back and hear our like a first initial thoughts on it. And it hasn't really changed since, (laughs) except for that we know now that it was all on Dennis. Yes, something that we kind of knew in the beginning, and we hinted at the very first podcast. Yeah, we but, we, uh, draw, we we hinted large. We had to <laughs> we had to wait and for more reporting to come out, so then we could talk about that. So yeah, you can see the progression of things, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, we have to talk about Maxi, like you said in this game. Oh no, let's let's talk about Luca real quick in this game because you mentioned Luca, thirty two points, eight boards, eight assists. These are the players that have had a 32.8 board, 8 assist game this season. Are you ready? I'm ready. Harden with 7. Giannis with 5. LeBron with 4. Anthony Davis with 3. Westbrook with 3. Westbrook only 3 is kind of fascinating because it wasn't just two seasons ago. He averaged 30, 10, and 10. Beal with 2. DeRozan with 2. Durant with 2. Jokic with 2. Steph Curry, Blake Griffin, Damian Lillard, D'Angelo Russell, and Luka Doncic. That's the list of guys that have had 32, 8, and 8 this season. Wow. I feel like this is – I don't know if it's just how I was watching the game or something. I could be wrong. Y'all could just be like, oh, you're dumb. The, I thought this was one of the most quiet 32 points. Like, if you would have asked me at the end of the game and I didn't see a box score, I would be like, oh, Luke, yeah, Luka had 20 tonight. Like, 32. I, like, I'm even thinking about at the game, like – he went on that stretch in the second quarter in which he hit three threes in a row, and that was the only threes he made in the entire game. He went three for nine from th- from three, and, and like I don't, I barely even remember his thirteen free throw attempts. And I remember his like shot at the very end on Stanley Johnson, which he turned around and then he oh. made it and shook his head and all that stuff. But I just felt like it was a quiet thirty-two points. And when a player can score thirty-two points in a quiet way, he's pretty dang good. Yeah, where you where you look up and you're all of a sudden, oh dang, he is thirty, you know, seven and six, you know, going yeah, into this is part of the norm now. <laughs> or we're talking about how this, oh, this could be the Dennis game, and all of a sudden Lucas, <laughs> yeah, these crazy stats, and how Maxi has the biggest plays, but still, you know, Luke is the one that's kind of driving the whole thing. Hey, you know how many more points he had than uh, than Wes? All of them. <laughs> uh, he had 32 more points than Wes tonight. Yeah, let's get and into that. Luca finished with 32 points. Let's get into that. Um, so Wes Matthews played under 15 minutes. I, I yeah. haven't looked it up, but I doubt that that has happened this season. Um, Carlisle decided to um, put Dorian in there instead of Wes, and that's kind of a big move. And I think Maxie instead of Wes a little bit too. Yeah. In that in that lineup, um, some people were saying, "Do you think? Do we think this is part of a trade? You know, there's something coming up. Could be. Maybe they just don't want him to get injured. But I honestly think that." Carlisle's finally coming around to the fact that that Wes is not as effective as Dorian or Maxi. I mean, and Carlisle was asked about it after the game, and just like he said a thousand times, he's like, hey, it's just the flow of the game. That's what I go with when I make these decisions. And, yeah, it was a combination of uh, of Dorian and Maxi and getting those uh, minutes. But, you know, he started the game, and then he got pulled some in the first quarter, and then he started the second half and got pulled again. And I don't think he played at all in the fourth quarter, and I could be wrong on that. I know he didn't finish the game, but 
it it was just it was very evident that he was not on the court, and it was not. And to my knowledge, and Rick didn't say because we the didn't game. see him there. That's why <laughs> it wasn't uh, it wasn't injury related. I will say this: I did watch him warm up before the game, and he did have a wrist brace on. So interesting, well, where, interesting. You wanna, yeah, yeah. That could it could be part. Of, he's he's never played less than twenty minutes this season. By the way, hmm. Wow, he's played twenty minutes, twenty three minutes twice. Uh, 23 and a half, 24, 24. Like those are those are his lowest minute totals. So 15 is something out of the ordinary. So like you said, it could be something, yeah, some type of injury related. But um, speaking of uh, watching people warm up, I, I if I can get to games earlier, I like to sit on the away side and I, I sit near their bench and I like to watch away teams warm up because I obviously never get to see them. We get to see Mavs players all the time. Yeah, and so I, I just like to see the away team. So I got there super early. I'm off on Friday, so I get to, I get to get there early, and I just sat there. I literally sat there for two hours, and I got there super early and watched most of all the Pistons warm up and talked to some of the Pistons staffers, whatever, and and just asked them about how their season's going and uh, all this stuff. And I watched Luke Kennard warm up for like 20 minutes, and Duke could shoot the lights out. And, and I don't mean. You know, it's crazy to watch an NBA player just shoot on an open rim and yes. to think like, oh dang, this this dude's shooting what like thirty percent from three. <laughs> he's shooting, he's shooting like a hundred and twenty percent right now. <laughs> in Those practice. Are, that's one of the things I tell like casual fans of, yeah. hey, if you don't, if you question how good NBA players are, watch them go through warmups because when I brought my dad to watch the Warriors game and we watched Kevon Looney warm up, yeah, and literally my dad goes, I didn't know he could shoot threes. And I'm like, oh, he doesn't. And he was, but he was draining him from the corner during warmups. And then it gets in the game, and he literally shoots it, and he misses the whole rim. And I was like, see, this is the whole point of like, people can drain him, and like, I'm sure Dwight Powell is, you know, Dell Ellis in practice, but you know, in the game, it's like, whoa, what's going on? So, but anyway, uh, the two things was Luke Kennard lighted up, and this might be a weird comment, but Blake Griffin's thighs are massive. <laughs> Like I know he dunks on people, and I know like his calves and le- like you have to be six ten to be able to jump that high. But I was like, holy crap, he looks like a running back, and I, it's just I don't know his, his thigh muscles and his calves are just a massive, like massive. Anyway, I got thighs that'll blow your mind. <laughs> West did not play in the fourth quarter, by the way. I just looked it up. Okay, Blake Griffin, just hats off to him, bro. Like people, future Maverick, Blake Griffin. <laughs> Oh gosh, uh, he's having a remarkable season. He's going to be an All Star, and he absolutely killed it tonight. His the three point shot now, and just his game, and like I don't know, like, people kind of wrote him off for the big contract. They kind of treat him like John Wall, and or not even John Wall. Like this is the big contract. He went to Detroit, and people just thought it was going to be a black hole kind of in Detroit. And he's having a really, really good season that some people I think are overlooking. Well, he's the only one that's focused up there, so. Also, um, so we'll we'll get to talk about the Blake Griffin potential. You know that that rumor. Not it wasn't a rumor. That yeah, fake the fake trade. We'll talk about yeah. it probably tomorrow on the podcast. Um, we're not going to get it to today. Mark Follow on the broadcast called uh, Maxi Kleba the German Shepherd. What? <laughs> Wait, hilarious. let me see if I can pull the video up and just and play you the audio. Uh, there's also a moment in the game while I'm pulling this up where. Um, DeAndre Jordan 
was called for a blocking foul on Blake Griffin. It was in the fourth quarter, like towards the very end of the game. When Blake tried to posterize him? No, no, no. This is just on the this is towards the uh the, the baseline towards the, the Mavericks bench, like closer mm. closer over there. And he he falls down, and this is when Blake gets those free throws at the end and he hit uh, he, I think he missed one of them. I don't know. Yeah. But he stares after DeAndre falls down, Blake stares him down and just like throws like a mean mug at him. I thought those dudes were buds. I guess not. Blake tried to like end him. Like Blake tried to you know, tried to post him, but DeAndre's like, nah. And that was a switch up because I talked about it after the game. You know, they hit um I mean we talk about Maxie's defense all the time. He has some crazy blocks on Drummond and stuff, but I mean, Blake was just going right through Maxie. He was going right through Harrison Barnes. Oh my gosh, at the beginning of the game, they kept on switching Wes Matthews on Barnes. And you're like, whoa, please no, please no. And uh, then you even saw it in the second half when Blake would get underneath, they would double, and they were doubling with Dennis. And so it looked like to a casual fan, you would blame Dennis and like, Dennis, why are you leaving your man? Because I think after the second three, you could tell Dennis was a little frustrated because. Dennis helped on almost two straight possessions off Reggie Jackson. And Reggie Jackson hit two straight threes. So you're like, oh, they had to figure out the double thing. But, yeah, Blake killed him tonight. Smith doing everything he can. He is battling his tail off against Blake Griffin. Once again, Griffin getting frustrated. <laughs> the German Shepherd with the block against Drummond. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh man! All right, there you go. That's the uh, that's the game. There's a whole bunch of other stuff, I guess, that we can talk about. But we're doing podcasts every day. We're the only show doing podcasts every day. So we yeah, appreciate we, you guys listening. And uh, good win tonight for the Mavericks. We'll be back again tomorrow. We'll talk about the Blake Griffin stuff uh, and more. Yeah. Peace out. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Locked on Mavs. You usually throw something in at the end I, there. You, I, I don't know. I was like, you caught me off guard because I thought we were going to talk about Blake and that whole ringer story. And No, so we'll talk about that tomorrow. Like, we, have, we have time tomorrow. Okay, that's true. We have time tomorrow. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Locked on Mavs. Hey, hey bye. I love you, Zaza. Boom. Boom.